you already know, man, it's that season. It's that season. And I ain't talking about football season. I ain't talking about basketball season. I'm talking about it's getting ready to be that season. The political season is coming up, all right? With the election and all that, you know, black folks is trying to rally up together and we trying to we trying to get our agenda together. You know what I'm saying? We trying to figure out what we stand on. What are our values as a community? What do we want to see for our community and how we're going to go about this next election as far as who we're going to vote for, who we're going to put in office and uh you know the state of all, the state of the state of the union and the state of, you know, this demographic. The, you know, so-called black demographic. <coughs> so, with that, uh obviously y'all see the video title or whatever. We have um P Diddy has his Revolt TV channel. Shout out to P Diddy. I, I fuck with the Revolt TV channel. I don't really watch it, but I just like the fact that he has a channel. You know what I'm saying? It, it's cool. Um so he has a panel of people up here. Uh, who I see, the people I know, I see Killer Mike Big Ass. I don't know why this nigga don't lose no motherfucking weight. This is crazy. This nigga big, bro. Like this this nigga is too big. To be out here like this, it's damn near embarrassing. Uh, Ti, we already know Ti. We 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 know who he is, where he where he come about. Uh, I see Candace Owens, and then I see a bunch of other motherfuckers that I don't understand. Um, we know Ti, twenty folks, calling. Yeah, yeah, we know that nigga. Um, and Candace Parker or Candace Owens, not Candace Parker. Candace Parker is a basketball player. Candace Owens. Uh, has recently made headlines um, for her far right comments uh, about Trump. Uh, she praises Trump. She dislikes the Democratic um, Party and the liberal media at large. And to be honest, on a lot of things that Candace Owens says, I actually follow her on Twitter. I, I support her. Uh, there's some things that I don't like. Obviously, I don't. You know, I'm not. I don't worship the woman, goddammit, like a lot of you niggas do out here worshiping these women. But I do like the stuff that she says. You can tell uh, that she has a strong background and uh, she had her father in her life and she thinks reasonably. She just talks too damn much sometimes. Sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up, you know, but she's a politician, so she has to talk. And, you know, if you're going to talk, at least say something uh, (laughs) worthy. So... Yeah, I just want to go through the first minute of this uh, because if I can go through the first minute, we can really get a uh, a tie-in on because they really all, a lot of these people say a lot of uh, relevant things that are in the black conscious community or in the black conscious uh, in, in itself. So I just want to comment on them and, and you know, maybe we can correct the way... Uh, you know, we think as a whole, you know. So. Important issue facing us in this political election in 60 seconds, and then we're going to open up and really get into this conversation. Steve. Oh, his his, answer, his question was, uh, what do you think is the most important uh, issue for this upcoming election? So he's going to ask the six people on this panel, and then I'm going to uh, comment about what I think, how they, you know, break it down. You know, I'm going to chime in. What's happening? I think the most important thing when I think about young people, when I now nah, I don't know who this nigga is, but he looked like a, a fake ass Colin Kaepernick. 
<laughs> he got them two two braids in the middle of his fucking head with the fade on the side. And look like he got this Carlton sweater around his neck. Uh, I don't know who this nigga think he is. It look like he trying to be Carlton slash Colin Kaepernick slash <laughs> Nas slash my Malcolm X. This nigga trying to be everybody in one. I think about 20, 30 years from now, and when I think about this election, I think about the intersection of climate change and the way that technology is going to change. Now, he asks about this election. This nigga's talking about 20, 30 years from now. I understand thinking ahead and thinking, you know, in the future, but that's not the question, man. See, I think, and let me let me say this before I forget. I think a lot of us in the community, we, and I ain't even going to say we, because I know I don't. But y'all niggas lack critical thinking. I think y'all hated that part in school. Like when you had to literally like critically think, like, yeah, something might seem all good on the surface, but then once you actually think about it critically and you actually use your rational mind and logic to to figure something out and you're like, oh, damn, it's not really what it seems like. It's not what it looks like. I think that's something that we lack. Like, we're always looking at surface-level shit. We're fucking niggas is always looking at shit two-dimensionally. You got to look at it three-dimensionally. You got to look at it as a, in a broader sense. Like, look at it as a whole, not just face value, but deep dive in there. You feel me? Like, damn. Absolutely everything. In our lifetimes, what it means to be human is different. In six to ten years, 50% of jobs that pay under $20 an hour are going to disappear. Everything's going to be different. I have a three-year-old daughter. When I think about her future, when I think about uh, when she's 18... Ah, I know where this nigga got this outfit from. Fashion fucking Nova men. Hell yeah, because this looked like some old school goddamn uh, Forever 21 for men's type shit. Anyways, this nigga is talking so in so many circles. Like, nigga, what is the issue for this next election coming up pertaining to you and your people. God, damn, this nigga talking about 30 years from now, climate change and shit. Nigga. 18 years old, everything's going to be drastically different, and I want to see really, really epic, interesting conversations that are visionary and actually thinking about the future 15, 20 years from now, because I think that the next three years is when we, is when we really make a decision about which way that we go. Thank you. Candace. Nigga, we already know which way we going. Nigga, technology is running everything. Clearly, things are going to get easier. Things are going to get more simple. You are right about the jobs, though. Jobs will be taken away. If you are not playing an integral part in this com- in, in, in society, like, if you are bullshitting, nigga, you're going to get left behind. Nigga, you're going to get stuck because those minimal jobs, the, the illegal aliens is taking those over. The manual labor jobs, the, yeah, legal aliens is taking all that over. So you gonna have to go back, go to school or something, and do some damn, do some shit that that's hard. <laughs> you gonna have to critically think and actually sit down and do some work. You shit ain't gonna be handed to you no more. See, but that's why they push the socialism though, because they want that government handout, need that government handout. Um, I would say the biggest issue this election cycle is that we're starting to hear the word socialism a lot in America. Um, she brought it up. This is Candace Owens speaking. Uh, she's far right, Republican. She's always on Fox News. And she's talking. She's talking about socialism. And it is because people are 
you know, the Democrats, the liberals, they're all about socialism, which is a code word for Marxism, which is a code word for Luciferianism, for Satanism, for for the occult. Uh, Alex, Alex, what is it? Alex Crowley or Alfred Crowley, whatever that nigga name is. They're all into that, you know, they want to they want to see people all have the same amount of food, economics, live the same like nah nigga we are not all the same and you get what you earn and we are a merit-based economy and that's how it should be that's the best way to thrive and it is something that i don't think people quite understand what it is it's killed 100 million people in the last 100 years well they don't understand it because that's all they're, they're taught in the schools you know that's all they're taught when they would turn on the tv is the liberal ideologies so that gets pounded into the mind, and they don't really have parents that actually teach them because the parents are down with the liberal bullshit as well. So they don't really they're they're getting and they think they're woke. See, wokeism is a part of of actually being asleep. So you think you woke because you quote unquote understand so called racism or so called white supremacy or, or or like that's not being woke. Being woke is realizing that that shit is fake and it's not real. People think that realizing it's real. That you're woke. No, you're not awake. Realizing something, pretending that something is fake is real. Complaining about some shit when you can when you can control your own destiny, if you understood that. If you look at countries like Venezuela, former USSR, um, and we have people that are making it sound good, which is how these countries tend to vote socialism into their countries before it completely uh, destroys everything the country has. And I would say the second biggest thing for me is that um, I'm getting tired of the Democrat Party drumming up uh, the same issues every four years, taking advantage of the black vote and doing absolutely nothing to fix our communities and expecting us to vote for them again. And she, she's right. She's right. But you got to understand, uh, Candace Owens, she's still a woman. So she has that fighting spirit in her. And she, she wants to fight. She wants to go at the Democratic's head. She's going at the Democrat's head. Every chance she gets, she's talking down on the Democrats, talking down, talking crazy. And that's what she's going to do because she has that fighting spirit. She, I don't know if she um, respects masculine principle. Uh, she's not a liberal woman at that. Uh, I will tell you that. And But, uh, you know, she is a woman at the end of the day. So she's going to keep that fighting spirit alive and she's going to keep name calling and calling out the Democrats because, you know, she, she wants to see, she wants that tension. She, that's why she's here. She wants that, that, you know, that dynamic, that argument of that chaotic spirit. She wants that. So. All right. Don't get it twisted. Just cause she ain't liberal. Don't mean she ain't a woman. Tip. Um, so to me, I and I'm, I'm so surprised all the black people in the audience didn't start clapping when they said tip. Cause tip Tip is one of the most, how can I say this? This nigga think he the smartest nigga in the world. He's one of the dumbest niggas that said the smartest shit. Like, this nigga really, like, oh my God. This nigga really think he woke and he's up. And he really just a complainer. And he's really pushing that agenda on to the people that follow him. That complaining agenda, that victim mentality. Like, he's really pushing that. Uh, onto his audience so people that listen to him and that like him tend to do the same thing like look i referee basketball and um i might see a, a, 
a, a good team play against a, a not so good team, right? The good team sometimes gets beaten by the team that's not as talented as them because the coach on the good team is always is arguing with the refs, talking about calls, uh, not not really like making excuses for why the ref may be making bad calls. But at the end of the day, it's like if you tell your team to box out and get boards and to take smarter shots, to take smarter shots, then that wouldn't happen. Like you wouldn't have to worry about what the refs are calling because you can control the things that you can control. So now that that team, their their smart, their best player ends up complaining at the refs or whatever, and he loses his cool because he see his coach losing his cool, so he thinks it's okay for him to lose his cool, and it's a trickle down effect. You see, and that's the that's what's wrong. And and in life, you don't need a coach. The only coach you need in your life is the Most High. You see, see that that's one thing. Let me say this before I forget as well thing that we're looking for in the black community, which we need to stop looking for, is a leader. We're looking for leaders. And to be honest, we're looking at the wrong people to lead us. But look, nobody on this earth is walking around here perfect. You know, we're all striving to be perfect, but ain't nobody perfect. You know, there might be some perfect people around this motherfucker, but we don't know them. The perfect people don't know us because we, we, they too perfect to even to even fuck with us. So we don't know them and they don't know us. So the people that we're dealing with, we're dealing with a whole bunch of imperfect motherfuckers. So how the fuck, how are you going to be leading somebody and you blind? You don't know shit. Now, you can give some advice. You know, you can give your opinion. But why the hell are you looking for somebody to lead you, to tell you what to do? You don't know how to follow. You don't know how to, to, to make your own path. You're not, you, you're not capable of doing that. You need somebody to tell you where to go and what to do and how to do it fuck you need a leader for i think the main i'm i'm gonna I'm a run down a list of things but they all kind of go coincide together uh i think that homegrown terrorism and, and and crazy white boys with ar-15 shooting up innocent people and it's so interesting that ti says homegrown terrorism and crazy white boys that shooting up schools now that that's an issue but that happens how many times a year three or four no more than five times a year, maybe maybe ten times a year. I don't know. But how many times a day, an hour, do niggas get shot, B? Like Cameron said in Paid in Food, niggas get shot every day, B. What's up with the black on black violence? Why doesn't black on black violence uh ignite you? Or why isn't that important to you in this election? You don't want to see our president uh destabilize uh dumb niggas with guns? <laughs> basically you don't want to see that you want you usually want us to keep killing each other which is pretty pr- which is probably the best thing for our community anyways let them let them kill each other because them type of niggas we don't need anyways the niggas that's killing each other and shit it's just when they start killing niggas that don't need to be killed that's the problem when you start killing innocent people when you start killing people with morals and character see ti is a person that he has morals and character, but he doesn't. He doesn't promote that. He promotes chaos. He proposed. He promotes anarchy. He's gonna sit up here and talk about police brutality and and white people killing black people when that's not even important. That's not a huge percentage of what's happening and what's really going on. Um, I also think mass incarceration, the privatized prison industry, the militarization. It's not no mass incarceration and, and no, nigga. Niggas is doing dumb shit and they going to jail and they getting caught. I ain't never, man, there's never a... How many motherfuckers go to jail for not doing shit? 
Yeah, they just came out with the movie um when they see us. But and and I could break that shit down in a later video. We're not gonna get into that right now. But uh, look, just because you don't get locked up for the initial crime that you do, if you do something else, y'all ass gonna get locked up for it. Nigga, there is a there is a magnifying glass on the black people in this in in in, in America because we look different. Do y'all not understand that? Look, America was built on on principles for white people. That's not that's not something that's new. And that's not even a bad thing. <laughs> you know? We talk we can talk about slavery, you know, Africans sold slaves to other Africans who sold slaves to the Arabs, who the Arabs sold slaves to the white folks. And then we we came here and we built this country. Some of us were already here. In America, prior to them coming, some of us came from Europe. Nigga, it was niggas in America that owned slaves. It was niggas in America that owned slaves. They owned other Negroes and they owned other white people. <laughs> so we can talk about slavery and all that if you want to, but at the end of the day, it's about morals, it's about character, it's about good and evil. It's about are you making the right decisions or not? Nigga, you're not going to jail for making the right decisions. Period. Name me one nigga that went to jail for doing the right thing, and I'll name you another. I'll name you ten other niggas that went to jail for doing the wrong shit. Ain't no mass incarceration, nigga. You mass incarcerating yourself. The police and how they interact with the people in our communities, um, and and police brutality. I think all of those things, although. Well, then we need our own police force then. But see, people not going to respect the all-black police force. Our people not. Because they already don't respect the heterosexual black man anyways. See, the heterosexual black man, he he's he's the one who's subject to most of the lies and most of and most of the uh, most of the bullshit agendas that's going on in, in the liberal media. He's the one that's most disrespected by his women. See, we don't have that rulership mentality. We have that victimhood mentality. When you have a rulership mentality, you don't you don't cry about uh, police brutality and racism and all that because that shit that shit doesn't matter. You control what you can control. Things in your life. You're not a, a agent of chaos to run into things and be like, ooh, let, let's see if we can rally some people up and agitate them. Like that's all people are is agitators. Just want to get people, get people's blood boiling. They seem separate. I think they coincide. I think they correlate. Thank you, Mike. I'm for me directly speaking um, for and on the behalf of the African American community because I think that when we talk about what's our important issues, a lot of times a lot of us try to cover broad ground. So I'm supporting Senator Sanders. If you want to know my broad ground answers, it's it's within his campaign. But from a very and you know what, Killer Mike actually says a lot of good things. You know, he actually he understands that it takes it's all about the individual. And if every individual can lift themselves up, it will give that invisible hand to lift everybody else up. But see, we don't understand that concept in in the community. And he does understand that. 
But then he goes and he talks all this left wing liberal socialist stuff, Bernie Sanders and all that. And, you know, I'm just I can't really I can't support that. That's something I can't support. Cute and very where we are standpoints, African-Americans have to be bigger part of the economic landscape of this country. We should be owners and not buyers. We should be a merchant class and not only consumers. We should have and we should use our political leverage power to leverage and broker government contracts on the behalf of us so that we have 15 Atlantas and not one Atlanta. You should be hunting, fishing. I don't know if we need 15 Atlantas. That, that, uh, I don't know about all that. But I get what you're saying, though. Rulership mentality, you know, buy, own, you know, uh, get into the lobbying, lobby, get into, get into brokering your own contracts on, on a larger scale. I'm talking like with, with other, uh, with other countries. Get into the politics, get in there and, and start, you know, like you said, leveraging your own contracts. Like I, I get what you're saying in there, man. We we do need people to get into politics and to and to start and to start speaking up for um, their districts and their and their communities. You know, every district, like in district in Texas, we got District 18, uh, con- Congressional District 18. We got Sheila Jackson Lee. She's been the, the representative for the districts since '95. She barely have done a damn thing for the community. I don't I don't see anything she done. So that's what that's that's what he's talking about. You know, we do we get these people in there and all they do is just let the community go to shit. Why every hood in America is is, is bullshit. Ain't no ain't no ain't no inner city in America that's doing well. And that's fucked up. Shooting, training, and focusing on self-reliance and not simply relying on the people you say to hate to take care of you. Katrina? I would say that the biggest issue that black Americans face is a... I don't know who this Katrina girl is, but she's fine as hell. Yellow bone, you know what I'm saying? Got a little nails done and shit. But she about to say some bullshit. She wants, she, she, she's a housewife. She's a liberal woman, and she needs to be in the house, you know, uh, taking care of somebody's kids and being a good woman to somebody. That's what she needs to be doing. She doesn't need to be on this panel because she's going to tell you... She's about to tell you why she doesn't need to be on this panel, too. Listen. And remember what I do tell y'all, the woman, she is a child with breast, okay? And she identifies uh, more closely with children. That's why you always see these older women fucking these children, fucking, you know, the teachers and shit, fucking little high schoolers and middle schoolers. Anyways, listen to what she says. Severe lack of leadership. He speaks on behalf of young black people. I'll speak on behalf of all the black mothers out there because our children. You see what she said? We were missing leadership. See, the woman needs to be led. The woman needs to be led. She needs direction. She needs to be told what to do. All right? Let me back up a little bit. So I would say that the biggest issue that black Americans face is a severe lack of leadership. He speaks on behalf of young black people. I'll speak on behalf of all the black mothers out there because our children are extremely important and no one seems to care. And I th- Yes, the children are very important and the women are supposed to teach the children. See, the men is supposed to teach, lead, and direct the woman so that the woman can teach, lead, and direct the, the children. See, the women don't know how to lead and direct the children because they don't have a man leading and directing them. 
She just told you we're lacking leadership and she's not talking about leadership, hopefully. And I'm I'm just assuming that she's not talking about leadership as far as uh, national leadership. She's talking about leadership in the home. She needs a man to be ahead of her. So I hope somebody came and scooped her up because she needed it. I think that has to stop. And so I think right now we have an opportunity with a President Trump who has gone far and beyond any other previous administration to impact black communities directly, Atlanta included. And I think that this last- Ooh, they're not going to like that. Trump has done a lot for the black community. No, he hasn't. He's racist. <laughs> she still need to be talking to her man about this, not to us. Lack of leadership in the black community is what we face because Killer Mike just mentioned our political power. Well, guess what? That power is diminishing every time that they bring more illegal aliens into the country and make them voters. This is not a liberal woman at all. That is not a liberal woman. She is just speaking and she needs to be speaking. Like she, she probably do got a good man behind her t telling her what to say. Or maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. I got to do some more uh, research on this lady. Mika? I think that um, what is the most critical issue of this time is the idea that this generation becomes comfortable with white supremacy. Oh, hell no. Uh, th this is why they saved her for fucking last. This lady talking about some white supremacy. Are you fucking serious? White supremacy. See, I was, and I don't have much time, but... See, when, when you talk about white supremacy, you're you're indirectly saying that white people are better than us. <laughs> you're, that's what you're saying. You're saying that we're not good enough to be as good as them, and they're better than us. <laughs> no, that's not a rulership mentality. That's not a respectable mentality. That's a victim mentality. And, and fascism in our government. I think that that is a very dangerous position for our people to be in. And I think that for young people to believe it is normal for white supremacy to be uh, the law of the land is very scary. White supremacy is not the law of the land. Dumb. Where, 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 where are you getting this agenda? Who told you this? Who told you this? That is not the law of the land at all because it therefore it, it stops our potential and our growth and what we see happening right now it doesn't stop your potential and your growth nobody can stop your own potential and your own growth except for yourself you stop your own potential and you stop your own growth and you're making an excuse you're telling you're saying that other people are stopping your growth and your own potential when in fact you're stopping your own growth and your own potential period <laughs> that white supremacy is actually winning, winning. So I think that that's probably one of the most dangerous issues of our time. Well, that is the intro to the uh, Revolt AT&T Summit. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Um, a lot of people say some dumb shit. A lot of people say pretty smart stuff. So, um, you know, take it for what it is. I wouldn't, you know, don't look for them as being leaders or anything like that. They're just people that... Uh, our celebrities and you know most of these people up there they're pansexuals um they worship the god pan um uh they're uh, luciferians uh they don't really believe in god uh they're anarchists um they promote chaos and they're trying to control you with your emotions uh you'll you'll hear a lot of hooping and hollering in the audience and whatnot because people say these keywords and uh these keywords uh 
you know, drive people emotionally. And the only time you're going to hear somebody, uh, hear them hoping and hollering is when they talk about, quote unquote, white supremacy, racism, police brutality, you know, those key words right there, all the liberal ideologies that are promoted in uh, social and mass media that uh, really galvanize, um, you know, uh, people with their mothers and women spirits and emotional spirits. So, uh, you know, just be aware, pay attention to what's going on out here, y'all. And, uh, yeah, you already know, man, I'll be out here breaking down all type of shit. This is probably the longest video I'm going to have, man. I didn't really mean to make it not a video podcast I had as long, but I had to break that shit down, man. That shit was, that shit was crazy. Uh, keep it real. You already know.